Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Wild Chats, your place for everything animals. I am Ryan. That is Maria. <laughs> oh, okay, Maria. It has been hot outside lately, so I always like uh, cold stuff to make me uh, think cold thoughts when it's hot outside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like to counterbalance Sounds it. cool. Sounds cool. Not no. Oh, look at you with the play on words already. Um, how are you with like snow and cold weather? Fan? Not a fan? Huh. Well, if I'm going to go skiing, then I am a huge fan. Okay. But I like to remain warm. Uh, okay. I'd rather be in the colder side than on the hotter side. Like if you're in San Antonio and it's the summer, it's extremely hot. If you're in Michigan in the winter, it's extremely cold. So problem is when you are in extremes, you you desire the other. But exactly. I do enjoy cross-country skiing and I do enjoy ice hockey and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, so you play ice hockey? Well, more like had fun trying to play ice hockey. <laughs> do you need the stick to keep you vertical versus actually playing to hit the puck? Um, playing to hit the, the, the puck while trying. Because what happened is we used to do it in the ice in the, in the lake. Yes. So it was never really flat. I mean, you could try to flatten, but we didn't have a Zamboni or anything. Which would have so cracked was... the ice anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I remember the first time, yeah, I played ice hockey when I was in Colorado. I, I lived there for a while. And I'd gone ice skating when I lived in, in Los Angeles. Uh, our closest ice skating rink was actually where the Kings uh, would practice. So my, my okay. mom would take us down there and we would ice skate and it was kind of a fun alternative to bowling and some of the other kids stuff to do. But I remember when I got out on the frozen lakes, yeah, it's just totally different because it's, it's totally not smooth different. or nice or pretty. And is it shallow? Is it, how thick is the ice? You kind of, there's, there's all those little things you think about. It's um, a huge art. It really is an art. And then it makes me think about like, I didn't even like that kind of cold. And then I start thinking about the people that like go to Alaska and like the wild North to do the Iditarod races like wow yes yeah the polar bear races or polar bear plunges uh-huh yeah. uh-huh so i was fishing around and i came across something that made me think wow you were fishing around i was in the fishing, ice? not ice fishing i was just surfing the internet surfing fishing there are a lot of sports metaphors for cruising the internet yes there? yes for cruising yeah <laughs> let's go with all and, of them and I was a little warm, so I got I got into the uh, the the ice videos. Like I said, it cools me down. I don't know why. I like to see the opposite of how I'm feeling at that point in time. That sounds good. Started thinking about the Iditarod and the training and such, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder, wonder how young they start those guys. And then I wonder, like, how do you develop that training? And and with my fishing around, I came across this. <laughs> they started them really young. I don't think that pup is more than a few months old. I don't think this is Iditarod training either. But... No, but that is extremely adorable. And that ice looks nice and thick. Look at the background. You can almost see the mountains. And that looks like a perfect painting right back uh -huh. there. Uh-huh. But yeah, I just uh, I don't think that these guys' paws were, were quite uh, set up for for some ice trading, much less uh, his buddy's not helping it up by just staying on the sled. He's like, I'll be over here. My feet are warm. 
My feet like are uh warm. yeah, what's going on here, people? <laughs> that is very adorable. That is very look at the cracks on the eyes. That's the scary part. When you're yeah. in the middle of the eyes and you start seeing cracks like that, it's pretty scary. But then you see these guys, and with all that fluff, I mean, like I had Westies, I've told people before. Um, one is passed on, one one is kind of towards the end with uh with a friend of mine back in uh the States. And um, but the thing with them is they look big. And then you wash them and they kind of shrink. It's like the shrinky dinks, like when you were a kid or something. You're like, oh, that's a big dog. That's not a big dog. It's not a big dog. That is hilarious um, when things like that happen. So these guys probably weigh a total of like seven pounds a piece. I'm not too worried about them going through the ice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The person who's filming, on the other hand, unless he has a dog using the camera. Oh, that'd be cool. Like strap a camera to the back of your, your actual like good like ice dog. And then he films the other dogs training while he mocks them good. as he backs up. That'd be adorable. <laughs> I want to, those are the photos I love. I love the photos of people taking photos. I want a video of that, of the dog taking the photo of the dogs. That would be perfect. <laughs> I do love doing that too. Like taking pictures of while a picture is being taken. Yeah. So like the back of the back. Yes. I don't know why I love that. I love when yes. photographers or photograph photograph and then you get them and the motion. It just adds like a whole nother dimension. I, I 100% agree. I love it. So then these guys started young. I'm wondering how long it took this guy. Because that's how uh, you do ice if you're a dog. Benny. Do you, do you think this guy could beat you in hockey? About a hundred percent. I mean, I know, he's, got, he's got some movement, but but is he agile? He has ice, like they has the ice blades. Yeah, he's got ice skates on. Blades. Like full on hockey puck. Adorable. The poor thing is like. Look at that! Look at that! Now that's skill. That's some serious. See, skill. he doesn't just skate. He's. He does a, a little bit of a parkour. We got some ice dog parkour here on top of the ice skating. <laughs> I just thought that was really cool. That is adorable. Now, how good are you at skiing? Like a hockey skiing? You were talking, you asked me, but a I don't know how good you are. Skiing or skating? Pardon? Ice skating or, or snow skating no. or ice skating? Snow skating, because ice skating, in my opinion, although it's slippery, at least it's smoother. Okay, so there's skiing. There's not like snow skating. 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 No, well, I guess like long distance maybe would be. I don't know. I don't know. Like I always think of skating because I used to live close to a lake that will freeze. So yes. to me, skating in on the lake, not in the lake, on the yeah. lake was definitely a better choice. Yeah. If you put some blades on my feet and we're on some ice, um, I mean, I can hockey stop. I can... I don't need my stick to hold me up. Um, I, I can work the stick a little bit, but I, like I said, I grew up in Southern California. So um, when I went to Colorado and people were playing like pickup hockey games, I was I was definitely like the last kid picked in gym class kind of action there. I get it. Oh no. I mean, I was vertical and I could move, but I couldn't move agilely enough and they couldn't really predict where I was going to be and stuff like it, I didn't have to concentrate on staying vertical but I wasn't athletic on the ice enough to actually be like an effective uh player um yeah. now ice so snow snow skating I guess even though it's not technically a thing 
Um, I think the last time. What do you I mean, made... snow skating is not a thing. Are you are you talk are you talking about like in the lake or? No, like skiing down a hill with snowpack and little rails on your feet. Like I love that. Skis. Yes, that's skiing. Yes, that is okay. a lot of fun. Okay, you said snow skating and threw me off. So the last time that I went skiing was forever ago. But essentially, it kind of was snow skating because my cousins from Oregon decided to take me up to like the, the Black Diamond run, which wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, I can ski Black Diamonds, but most Black Diamonds have moguls. That's usually was the yes, differentiator because yes. it was yes. before snowboarding was really big. And now the Black Diamonds don't really have uh, moguls because there's so many snowboarders that moguls and snowboards just don't really work together. Yeah. Um, but at this point in time, there was still moguls. And it was that time of the season where the snow was melting and freezing because it was towards the end of the season. It, oh, I had that. So it's a, a black diamond with moguls that are actually ice. So I guess I was kind of snow skating on my butt and the sides of my skis the whole way down. Because every time you turn, I wish I had ice skates. I probably would have done better. You probably um, would have. But yeah, it's uh, it was it was definitely here. You want to see what I probably looked like going down a snow hill let's see let's do it let's see that and and these guys are probably supposed to be more agile than, than i but i looked a little bit like this probably uh going down the hill oh look how cute they are <laughs> they're, oh playing, uh, they're playing bowling exactly he's like he's coming down he's like i got this it's it's a lake i'm fine i'm fine i got this it's a lake oh god it's slippery that's not water <laughs> that is actually adorable those poor, poor mallards <laughs> that is adorable. I probably looked a little bit like uh, a little bit like that trying to get down the hill. <laughs> but if you look at that image, the lake froze so beautifully. Like there was no snow; it just froze, clearly froze without the snow, and it looked so transparent. I can see why the female mallard thought that that was uh, water. Well, I mean, you look at the guy all of the closest to the uh, the edge. And it looks like it's sitting in down in water. It does, it definitely and does. And even the one in front of him with the, the head looks like there's a little ripple, but I think that's just a reflection off the ice. I was wondering that too, because it does look that way, but once this other guy lands and you see the guys on the, on the further corner, then you realize there is ice, but there is also an edge. So I think there is just a tiny little edge closer to the shore that is melted but Maybe. because there was no snow the ice is a perfect oh it melted layer. first on the edge because it was that's usually thicker there though either way no, they got the that edges guy. are not if the water moves the edges are not thick oh okay see i didn't spend enough time like i said i, I was in colorado for a little while but i got through one winter and i'm just not a cold weather person i, I always had a philosophy when you graduate high school and you're thinking about going to colleges, when you grow up in California, the weather's pretty nice. That's not going to be the case once you leave. So you have to pick like one of three evils. Do you want cold snow freezing? Do you want boiling hot? So like coming from California, it's like you want to go to Colorado, Arizona, Nevada, or like humid, total misery East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to freeze, <laughs> have hair freeze, freeze, or just be frazzled? I mean, decide. I think that's part of why New Yorkers are so cranky. I mean, if you have to live in that weather 
I probably would I mean, Michigan gets like that. I mean, you get the frozen, frozen, frozen winters, freezing okay. winters, and then you every once in a, in a while you get boiling hot summers. Okay. So there are times when where it's just crazy. It's, it's very extreme. Yeah, a friend of mine spent a lot of time in Chicago, and that's what he was saying. He's like, there's there's like two months out of the year that are good. Like I lived in Vegas for a while, and it was like there's six weeks on either end of summer, winter, whichever way you want to flip the calendar that are good. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how how can you have three weeks or three months out of the year where it's like pleasant to be outside and like that's your existence? I'm like, ah. Yeah, but there's ooh. something so beautiful about going for a hike when there is a lot of snow. And you just go, you know, for a hike in if you if you have the pleasure of living near a forest or or countryside. And it is just so beautiful because then the moonlight reflects so brightly that you do not need anything to to see. It's so clear. Like in the movies that looks really blue, it really truly does look that blue. It's beautiful. Okay. Okay, so let's see. That's what kept me uh, in Michigan for a while. It was just a that okay. beautiful thing about the weather. So you're telling me my my options. What I'm hearing is really, really nice weather, pretty consistent, near the beach, strand, rollerblading, a really good moon off some ice. Those mm, that I'm gonna go with A. <laughs> I, I think the way you're describing it makes me wanna go with A too. No <laughs> about it. But I'm oh. a tropical frog. I grew up in completely temperate weather like there was always always good weather i mean it could oh, be yeah. rainy, but is it raining or not raining so yeah give me that for my seasons rainy not rainy i'll take that i mean that's anytime you can get some elevation near the equator it's just it's it's amazing I, i've been it's perfect a good amount of places that are like up in elevation near the equator and yeah it's 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 always amazing um but if you do have to cope with ice not only do you have to worry about slipping and falling when you go downstairs and the ice on the roads and your car sliding all over the place, but ice in general can be a little deceptive because of of the shine of the sun or whatever it might be, or or it's dry. And then all of a sudden you're like in the shade. So there's an ice patch you can't see. Yep. Black ice. Very Uh dangerous. Well, animals can have their own issues with ice. Okay. but the nice thing is, I imagine this next clip to be something of the precursor to the uh, the electric laser pen. You know, the cat okay. club chase. You know, that, those, those haven't been around that long. Maybe the 40s, 50s. Okay. You know, get the cat to chase the dot all over the place. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're in an era before laser lights to mess with your cat. Okay. All you, all you really need is some ice. And some fish. Oh, <laughs> that is adorable. <laughs> that is extremely adorable, isn't it? Though, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That kitty is happy there. But the downside is, like you were talking about in our previous video, we were talking about the the cats and laser lights that when when animals hunt, they need that reward. Of yes. actually catching something, but I feel like this cat could be on this ice for like hours and just completely disregard the fact he didn't catch something. Like that just seems like he could be out there. He looks so happy. 
It does. Fish and, and the fish are fine. As long as the lake doesn't freeze completely, the fish are fine. I mean, it yeah, is amazing. It is amazing. In someone's backyard. <laughs> someone just set up a fish pond in their backyard and let their cat go crazy. Why not? The fish are fine and the cat is fine too. So most people probably fish. cover a little bit or make sure that the pond doesn't freeze completely so that uh, the animals don't suffer. Yeah. Yeah, there's different like koi and stuff and carp and animals. There's certain fish are really, really resilient to different. Yeah, it's amazing how animals adapt to, to freezing things. But every once in a while, you will find, like I remember skating or skiing either way, like you will find swans or geese frozen in the lake. And uh -huh. that was heartbreaking. That was oh, very yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, there's, I've seen other clips and photos and stuff of just basically it's animals on ice, which is our theme for the day. But unfortunately it's like animals in ice and it's mm -hmm. the foxes and, and stuff like that. I know that we yes. covered that at one point and some other stuff we've done in the past that were, it was sad, but also it's slightly educational. So you can be aware. Um, and we didn't talk about it in the alligator video, but the alligators that when everything freezes. Yes. Go ahead, no, yes. Go ahead. Yeah. No, you tell it. You tell it. No, I just, I thought it was, I think you did more research on it when you ended up doing uh, the video. So I think you knew more about it than I did. I knew that they did it just for, because they can. They, they, they slow down their metabolism. And uh -huh. I'm not an expert. I probably know more about the frogs and, and the uh, uh, turtles oh, than yeah, I remember frogs, about alligators. Yeah. But it's really interesting because they keep their snout out. They slow down their metabolism. So mm -hmm. you shouldn't actually help them. Just leave them. They, they can breathe and they're perfectly fine. They're adapting to it. Yeah. Um, turtles and and frogs, uh, one of the two actually circulates his urine throughout the system. Okay. And uh, in order to keep it warm, it's, it's fascinating. Others dehydrate a little bit more to, uh, to not freeze because what you don't want is water in your system. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think it was the wood frogs that had something like a uh, like a radiator type fluid uh, through like their an system. Like an antifreeze. They do have like an antifreeze. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, if yes. you guys are interested, we'll put a link <clears throat> down below. If you guys want to check out that video, you can. Um, but yeah, was, I don't think a lot of people realize how slow alligators get their metabolism because we had talked about it in, in the alligator podcast, how they they can go months without eating. They can go years in extreme. I guess there's been cases where they found up to three years for alligators and crocodiles uh, can go without eating because they can slow their metabolism. That is so that incredible much. when they did, when they can do that. Yeah, I, I think from now on the the balancing. So one of the interesting, if you didn't see uh, the previous video, one of the interesting facts about crocodiles is they they sit in the water and they balance sticks on their nose, and then they use that to try to draw in birds. Uh, so they don't have to go hunting. The birds come to them. It's during a season when the birds are making their nests. Um, and then it kind of became a running joke because Maria has alligators by her house and she had Pepita with her. And I was at joking, does the alligator have a stick to try to draw Pepita in to fetch it? Um, <clears throat> so from now Which on- you have seen Pepita, she will yeah. not fetch a thing. She only yes. fetches one toy that she's had since she got rescued. One. Yes. Well, she's had, what, five versions of the one- Toy. Three versions. She okay. has Emilio Jr. and Tiny. Okay. I think most people's animals and dogs specifically, especially, are like this. 
Um, they kind of have their one because I know my my dogs had their one favorite. It was like a multicolored bone that had like the three prongs on the end. It was it was a squeaky toy. Mm-hmm. So there's the middle, and then each end almost looks like jacks, like you would play as a kid where you bounce the ball and you pick up the jacks. Okay, okay, I got it. A bar and then like three points, three no, spokes. No, I figured I had to visualize what you meant by jacks, translated to Spanish, and then see the. Gotcha, and then go back. Okay. But that was the only toy that they would play with, the only toy that they would fetch, the only one. Um, and I think I think a lot of dogs and pets are like that. Um, if you guys, if your dogs or pets in general have like a favorite toy or some weird funky quirk as far as like comes to playing and stuff, go ahead and write it in the uh, description below. I'd love, we love reading this stuff, guys. We really want to interact with you. Uh, we can't wait till we get a good enough crowd going. We're going to start doing some live chats because this just gets so much more fun uh i think i'm interesting i think maria is interesting but it's so much, <laughs> we so much more i don't know <laughs> so i guess we'll have to wait until the live chat to see what people say we're I mean, <laughs> assuming we're awesome <laughs> no no they'll, they'll tell us in the comments if we're not interesting but that's okay <laughs> hey at least somebody's watching to tell us and take the time to tell us we are or we are not interesting exactly but uh it's going to be just so much more fun we have everybody together because i want to hear like these are the stories I like. I like hearing about people's funky pets or weird animals or the, all the stuff that we're talking about. I love to hear about somebody else's dogs. Weird pets. Weird pets. Weird Not pets. just weird toys for pets, but it will be fun to hear about weird pets. Oh, all of it. I want to hear about their dog's first experience on ice. We both shared our dog's first experiences on in water. They were not fans in either case. <laughs> Not at all. Not yeah, at all. Yeah, that was the dogs at the beach uh, video that we were talking about that a little bit. But I, I just I can't wait till we get everybody in here. We can start sharing stories. But for now, guys, just go ahead and write it in the uh, the description so we can read them and have fun with in that. In the comments, uh, not description. That's right. No, the description's for us. Comments are for them. <laughs> You'll find stuff we're talking about in the description. No, no, no. That's not fun. I want their stuff. I don't care about our stuff. I want to hear their stuff. <laughs> Oh, so I, I, I've told this story before. Um, when I was in high school, I volunteered at a primate zoo. So the zoo was all primates. How our monkeys had their own spot. There was like a bachelor spider monkey grouping. Um, they, we just, we had all of them, marmosets, we had everything, but what we didn't have, um, was the Japanese macaques, the snow monkeys. Okay. Okay. Um, and I've just always found them so fascinating. They just, I don't know why they're, they are the um, primate that lives the furthest north. Like most primates aren't built for snow and ice. That's not, um, that's not their thing. Like when you think of like chimpanzees, you think of Africa, you think of uh, spider monkeys, or you think of like the Amazon and stuff. There's not a lot of like winter primates. Um, so these guys I have always found fascinating because that's just their environment. They're like, whatever, it's snow. I'm happy hanging out by the river. So I guess they oh, actually beautiful there. Look at the baby. Uh-huh. That is adorable. Uh-huh. And then after a little snow play, it's 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 sauna time. It's sauna time. Wow. Oh, that's adorable. And then this is like a big tourist thing too in Japan. Um, I forget the name of the place. It starts with an N, but it's near like a volcano region. Um, but well, yeah. you will assume so because of the heat. Uh-huh. Oh, can you get any cuter? That was oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, but they're really cool animals. Like I never thought about 
we do it with regular food. Like you put salt on stuff to add flavor to it. But I never thought of an animal rinsing their food in salt water, which essentially does the same thing. It salts the food so they get more flavor out of it. Okay. Yeah. I, I never, I'm sure there's other animals that do it. It's just the first time that I read that um, from somebody but else. These primates do it? That's what they do. They take their food and they rinse it in salt water to add flavor to what they're eating. Okay. I've never heard of that. I mean, I no. know raccoons will rinse their food off, uh -huh. um, but that's more just part of the ritual. And I'm sure it has something to do with hydration or cleaning the food, whatever. But they, um, but I never thought of salt water, like thinking uh -huh. to play for flavor, like hunting yeah. for flavor, I should say. Exactly. It's, I mean, I know that like even humans used to do it way back when you just put the the meat out on the snow during the winter and you salt it and it just kind of lasts there in the snow hanging out and then you pull it back out or you, you I never did it. that. I never no. did that. But like drinks and things like that, we always put them outside. I think mean, it's um, economical. Like why put it in a freezer or get ice when you get snow hanging out outside? Exactly. And if you <laughs> if you make a, a little like an igloo thing, you can store your food there. And it won't freeze if it gets colder outside because when, uh -huh. you, when you have the oh, ice, the ice actually will insulate it. So it doesn't like blizzard freeze, if that makes any sense. No, I know because what you also mean. the wind will dehydrate stuff, not in okay. a necessarily good way. Yeah. So you don't you get like external like freezer burn. There's nothing worse than freezer burn food. Like there's just no. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it tastes awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. How hungry am I? Am I hungry enough to eat this thing right now? How bad do I want this? <laughs> now, I find it beautiful how those monkeys have adapted to living in such an environment. And it makes you wonder about the evolution of, of the mind and how an animal will find better ways to live. And then they teach the others how to do yeah. things. It would have been interesting to... To almost be there the first time one of those monkeys chose to be in the hot water mm -hmm. and they choose to do it in the winter, of course, not in the summer, but it would have been interesting to see all that learning that, that occurs. Yeah. I guess in summers it's really hot where they live too. Like it's, it's really big temperature extremes. Cause when I think of them, you, you always see the, the photos of the monkeys in the snow making snowballs mm -hmm. as human beings, we're thinking snowball equals snowball fight. I mean, there's really the only yeah. two ways. To, yeah. Why else would of you course. make them? But, but monkeys don't have that for a rotator cuff. They don't have that arm motion. They can't throw overhand. Especially yeah, they're not going to. I mean, if they throw it, it's not going to go far. It's going to. Yeah. You know. and it's usually yeah. the juveniles. So, so they make the snowballs, but I guess they play with them still. Again, previous video, animals playing with balls that we just did. But you give a ball form to any animal. And they're just going to figure out a way to play with it. And they roll of them around. Course. They roll them down hills. But I guess over time, when it started happening was they started stealing it from each other. So they'd literally like come across. And then one group would steal the snowballs from the other group. <laughs> I wonder if they're making snow monkeys instead of snowmen. That's not snowmen, snow monkeys. So what would you use for the snow tail? Monkeys. Did it just be a branch or something cool? Hey, no carrots. Might as well use a branch. Right. Okay. All right. What other elements would you use for a snow monkey face? Let's see. You got rocks for the um, eyes. Acorns. acorns. 
don't know. Uh, depends on where, where they live. They may be coniferous trees, like pine trees, and use their. Okay. Uh, I'm sure whatever source of food they have in the winter time will work. I'm gonna okay. go with that. All right, all right. Mm -hmm. Who artistically of the uh, animals would make the coolest snowman? Who I will have to say a monkey. I mean, I cannot imagine any other animal artistically being able to. Although they do have animals painting, like who could paint? Oh like they yeah. Had the story of oh, yeah. of the elephant and a uh, pigs and and even mm -hmm. sea animals who will paint. Like there was a story of these, was it a, a dolphin who would actually paint with students at a, you know, at an aquarium, and okay. the art students will go and just draw with with the dolphin. Nice, nice. See, I'm, I, I went, I went the other way. I'm thinking any like solitary animal, like jaguars and certain animals that have big ranges but are solitary. Because I'm thinking like Tom Hanks Castaway, like. You're by yourself long enough. Wilson. Like he's got Wilson. <laughs> just solitary animal makes its own little snowman and it's got someone to hang out with. But if they're solitary, they're not going to need to hang out with anybody. They don't care. They only need it when, when mating season arrives. Well, they just don't want to hang out with other animals of their own group. That's all. Like maybe appreciate some company. Interesting. Interesting. I was reading, okay. there's a quote that goes around by Tom Hardy on Facebook and he's talking about, it. he's like, Solitary, something to the effect of solitary is, is dangerous because once you're not around people for an extended period of time, you 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 appreciate the the silence and don't want to be around them, basically. Yeah, you don't want the drama. You don't want to deal with with many things that come with a relationship and an interaction and the disagreements that may arise. But um, we as humans are social animals. We are designed to interact with one another, just like primates are. Uh -huh. I don't think there is any solitary primate that i can think of like it doesn't occur no. to me there will be any but when you talk about cats there are a ton of them who are solitary only house cats like to mingle with one another and uh I think, tigers. Um, and of course the pride of lions of course they do and cheetah. Yeah, well, i guess a lot of them maybe orangutans would probably be the closest primate they're not solitary by any means but there's only one or two of them in a large range as far as like minimum amount of the animals in the largest area i think orangutans would probably be the most um solitary but but you're right by far not solitary um, exactly and in the cat world as i kept going through the the cats i'm like oh, hold on <laughs> hold on almost hold all on. of them wait almost all of them <laughs> oh, exactly in fact only few are solitary only few <laughs> which was hilarious as i kept going through them the ocelot may be solitary, the tiger cats, and mm -hmm. uh, that's about it. So, so I'm going to show it again because I don't want to keep referencing our old videos. Everybody wants to watch them, they can. But we had this uh, clip in an older video that we did, and I thought it was in Thailand at first. And then as I was poking around for this video, it turns out that uh, Japanese macaque have taken on the same bad habits as the monkeys in Thailand, and they're actually, you saw the tourist area in the video. They pulled back yes. and were taking photos. Well, the monkeys have basically learned how to steal watches, hats, oh. kind of like my sunglasses on the website. We've got the photo on. on and, but I guess these Japanese monkeys have uh, essentially learned the same thing. But it's gotten so bad that they're essentially taking over like entire towns. 
Wow. This I thought oh, this yeah, was Thailand. You that one. When we showed it the first time, I thought it was Thailand. This is actually Japanese snow macaques in the city in Japan. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. That's just too many. Like I will be afraid takeover. of having a child walking with me or a dog. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like, not, they even stop to like, I don't know why they congregate in the middle. And then, I mean, some people are taking photos, but you can tell they're tourists. The locals are like, nope, no, thank you. Yeah. Now that you talk about, it, I'm looking at the construction and one of them, the, the way the roof was, I can see why. Pagoda style. Yeah. More of a yeah. Japanese. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can see them now, but of course I had to look closely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, after the right oh there. Oh my gosh, I will be so afraid. Uh -huh. I will be yeah. completely paralyzed. I think that's what, unfortunately, I was such a big monkey person. That's why I'd worked at the zoo. But after that experience in Thailand, like it was fun to interact with them. Then they wouldn't get off of me. And then I'm trying to dip them off. Then they bite the back of my arm, try to steal my glasses. And I'm like, I'm not soured on them. I still like monkeys, but I used to be like the way I am with dogs. If anybody ever sees me out walking and sees a dog go by dogs and babies for me are just like instant like smile and then dogs are like instant pet there's i think i posted something on my facebook where there's like this couple it's in black and white there's a couple standing talking and you see a leash and there's a girl laying on the ground with the dog on top of her petting the dog and the the top of the meme is like me when i come by any strange dog oh, I just... <laughs> Totally, yeah. totally, yeah. totally me. Yes, Absolutely. I agree. But I actually got bitten by a monkey when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And it was really bad. And it was my fault. Again, children and animals, you have to be careful. Because just, just because an animal seems friendly doesn't mean they will not overreact. And I wasn't being friendly to the monkey. I was trying to toss a coin and play with the monkey. But yeah. I, it didn't want to share with me. So I you know, pried its hands open. Oh, yeah. Had that idea. No, but that's what I had to do with my sunglasses. At first, that's what I tried. And I'm like, I still have a hand on it. And then when I started dipping, he at least let go of my sunglasses. But you're right. No, they, but they I, he let me open his hands and I took okay. the coin away. Then when I tossed it back, he was he was fine, but he was, you know, eerie lifting it. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to do my best monkey. Gotcha. Thing. Gotcha. And uh, Everybody, hold on. That. Hold on. Wait. Maria monkey impersonation. Did everybody catch that? So you don't have to like rewind it or clip it for a gift later. Go ahead, Maria. Let's let's see the monkey again. One one more monkey impersonation. <laughs> I can't do it now. Oh, <laughs> you'll have to rewind it for the good one. Okay. So go ahead. You made your monkey face. You got the uh, coin. You threw it back to him. For some reason. <laughs> so I made the monkey really upset. And bottom line, I got bitten, and it was my fault. Okay. But you know, I was a kid. I was probably five years old, six years old. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, there's. Most parents in general don't know. They're worried about their kid, not the other animals. And if you don't grow up around animals, and then every animal has its own set of rules and stuff. And so, yeah, they don't know. It was my uh, fault. Got, it was my fault. I, I own it, even at four years old, five years old, whatever age I was. All right, everybody. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully, the uh, the animals on ice help to cool down a little bit if the temperature is still hot wherever you are. Uh, we really appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, again, if you guys get a chance, please uh, subscribe on YouTube or uh, throw us a review if you're taking in the podcast on any source you want, because we really love to read those things. We, we really enjoy uh, seeing what you guys have to say. Uh, and if you guys have any stories to share with us along the lines of the stuff we talked about in the show today, 
please, please, please write it in the description. We love that. In the comments below. Yeah. Dang it. There I go with the description again. <laughs> please describe your experience in the comments below. Okay, we'll do that. How about that? All right, everybody. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>